Hello and welcome to the Reorg Europe podcast. It's Thursday, March 19th. I'm Richard Woolley, Distressed Debt and Restructuring Editor in Reorg's London office. Only, of course, today I'm not in the office. Like the majority of you, if not all of you, our staff are now working remotely amid the coronavirus crisis, which is increasingly looking like a situation of generational importance, not just to businesses, but to each of us individually as well. We're going to begin the podcast with an overview of what has been an extraordinary few days in the markets. Starting with the latest big development, the ECB's announcement last night that it was offering a new €750 billion package to buy sovereign and corporate debt. This morning, the ITRAX crossover index, which acts as something of a benchmark for risk appetite, appeared to welcome the news from the ECB, tightening 90 basis points from yesterday's close of 704, uh, but this has since widened again to around the 670 mark. These are levels not seen since the Eurozone crisis of 2012. The new ECB package marks a sharp change of tack from what many viewed as a misfire by the bank's president, Christine Lagarde, last week, when she made the now infamous statement that the ECB was not here to close spreads. It also comes in aid of a market whose liquidity is under pressure as investors seek to hoard cash. Yields of 10-year sovereign debt from southern Eurozone countries have dropped. Greece is at 2% from 3.66% on Wednesday. Italy is at 1.6% from 2.7%. Portugal is at 1% from 1.47% and Spain is at 0.8% from 1.23%. Despite the lack of bids in the market, forced sellers have emerged and about €270 million is being auctioned via BWIX. These include a portfolio of €152 million uh, in loans and a few bonds, mostly euro-denominated, which came out today and are asking for bids by tomorrow morning. Over the course of the week, Our reporters have been producing detailed reports on some of the dramatic changes the coronavirus is inflicting on industries. On Monday, we noticed the sharp fall in investment-grade airlines' long-dated bond prices, with some displaying double-digit yields as the companies reduced capacity in response to falling demand. Names like IAG, EasyJet, Ryanair, Lufthansa and Air France KLM all saw certain of their bonds trading in the 80s. And while high-yield names like Norwegian and TAP have explicitly requested state assistance to bolster liquidity. Air France, EasyJet and even Virgin Atlantic reportedly welcomed or called for wider government measures to help during the crisis. TAP this morning announced that it was temporarily cutting capacity and would begin serving just 15 destinations out of the roughly 90 it served previously, beginning next week. A number of car makers and auto parts manufacturers have closed their plants this week a step that looks like it will severely hurt liquidity at auto parts suppliers over the coming weeks. In France, Peugeot's parent company PSA announced the closure of vehicle production sites until March 27th on Monday, while Germany's Volkswagen said it had closed or will close production in Spain, Slovakia, Romania, Portugal and Germany over the coming days for a period of two weeks. BMW announced the closure of European factories until April 19th. British carmaker Jaguar Land Rover has not yet announced any production stops in the UK, but it may have to shut down its plant in Slovakia due to national uh, government guidance. Aston Martin, meanwhile, told Reorg that despite supply disruption of some Tier 2 components from China, there has been no impact on its production sites in Gaiden or St Athen, and the manufacturing facilities will operate as usual. In the restaurant sector, lockdowns across Europe are set to reduce footfall for companies that were wrestling with structural decline even before the pandemic hit. In the UK, the restaurant group, which owns brands such as Wagamama, Chiquito and Garfunkel's restaurant, is working with lending banks to seek covenant holidays throughout 2020 in order to preserve maximum flexibility to operate its business through this period. Pizza Express, 
uh, said it secured a three-year, £70 million super senior loan from HPS Investment Partners, which it will use to repay its £20 million RCF and £10 million super senior term facility with Honey Capital provided in January. At the time, the group said it was seeking to extend or refinance its existing RCF that was due in August 2020. Its 2021 notes were quoted at 63-64 this week from 90 two weeks ago, while its 2020 bonds were at 15-20. In Germany, Vapiano said it required liquidity of at least €13.6 million Euros as a result of the crisis, in addition to a previously identified need of €10.7 million. Euros. Burger King France's 2020 FRNs have fallen to the mid-80s from 96 on March the 19th, while Buffalo Grill's leverage ratio covenant test due at the end of March, is expected to be tight. I caught up with London co-deputy editor Luca Rossi over the phone earlier to talk a little bit about how European banks have coped over the past week. I need to apologise in advance for the quality of the call. Hi Luca, can you talk a little bit about how European banks' bonds have performed this week and have you noticed any particular trends? Hi Richard, so European banks have uh, uh, struggled, of course, as the whole market over the past week. I would say uh, I've seen, especially we have we have looked at especially two trends. One is the additional tier one bonds, and the other one is related to subordinated European banks instruments, especially uh, peripheral peripheral Europe, so Italy, Greece, mm. Spain. The additional tier one bonds uh, are also known as contingent convertibles are used uh, in the banking industry to basically shore up and strengthen uh, the tier one balance sheets and they generally have high coupons and perpetual maturities and be converted into equity or written off if uh, the bank is failing or uh, likely to fail these instruments over the past seven weeks have struggled a lot because they are the riskiest instruments in the among the financial bonds on the other hand uh, you have um, subordinated instruments of uh, peripheral European banks. So I can think of Monte dei Paschi in Italy, I can think on, of Alpha Bank or Piraeus Bank in Greece. Uh, these lenders have struggled because they are perceived as high beta names. Uh, of course, all the price movements have, uh, have been kind of exaggerated by market liquidity and the public mode and the, and the equity sell-off, which uh, um, took place before the, the, the struggles of the, of the fixed income market. Uh, but at the same time, I, I would say we, we saw bonds falling uh, between 30 points for core lenders in Europe and 60 points for smaller banks in Italy, Greece and, uh, and Spain. Okay, and are investors holding off or are they buying into the space? Uh, so, I think it really depends on the strategies, but uh, as I said, even some core uh, kind of national champions type of lenders have struggled. Um, uh, and yes, in that, in that case, I think a lot of investors are looking at uh, the solid kind of national champions type of banks, which uh, Sell because maybe they are they are based in a country which saw the, a strong impact from the coronavirus crisis, uh, for example, Italy, or because they are perceived as part of a banking system which is not super solid. But for example, Unicredit and Intesa or Santander in Spain have struggled, especially Unicredit and Intesa uh, with the recently issued uh, bonds, 
and they're attracted at a very, very interesting, uh, attractive level. Um, and therefore, a lot of investors are buying into these bonds. Also because uh, uh, if you look at what the ECB has done, uh, that's pretty promising for, for the sector. So they have uh, uh, not just what they did yesterday yesterday evening, so promising this big uh, $750 billion of uh, uh, bond buying pro- program, but also the, the first uh, press conference in which uh, Christine Lagarde said uh, we're not here to close the spreads, which caused a big... Uh, a big turmoil in the market. In that press conference, the ECB said that um, basically no interest interest rates would be cut, which is good for the banks. And they also announced more favorable terms in terms of uh, uh, bank uh, lending operations. And uh, and they also kind of relaxed uh, all the rules on the capital uh, key capital ratios for uh, for the banks. Uh, so there is a high degree of flexibility now, and it looks like the, the, the whole sector has the support of the central bank. Thanks, Luca. Take care of yourself, and we'll catch up soon. As always, you can read more about all of these situations on reorg.com. Our CEO, Kent Collier, built reorg to solve the informational gap in distressed debt and bankruptcy. And as you would expect, we foresee a substantial increase in restructurings throughout the rest of 2020. One of reorg's values has always been customer first and we will continue to provide our best-in-class service throughout this trying period across all our geographies and products. Thanks very much for listening, and we'll be back in two weeks' time with another Reorg Europe podcast.